tuning in to the 513th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane, as always, wherever you are, however you may be listening, I want to thank you for making me in this show part of your day, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iRadio, SoundCloud, Pandora, whichever podcasting app or platform you may be listening to me via. Going to have a great podcast for all you guys today. Going to have Kenny Simmons, getting expert for 247 Sports, to give a little bit of a breakdown of the college football playoffs. TCU at the three seed, Ohio State at the four seed, Georgia, the Bulldogs, the big dogs at the one seed, and at the two seed, you have the Michigan Wolverines. So me and Kenny talk about that also, Alabama getting left out a little bit. Before we get to that part of the podcast, I'm going to give my shameless as always. First time listener, thank you, but subscribe and follow right now. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family, whether it be via Reddit, Threads, Facebook groups, etc., etc. Check on the description below. Specifically, if you Spotify, everything timestamped, you can click on the timestamp and it will send you to whichever part of the podcast you would most like to listen to. Folks, it is for your convenience. Follow me on Twitter at nitrin underscore lane and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just type in Daryl Lane. You'll find it. I post two five-minute clips of this podcast right here as well as my syndicate show outside the shop. And lastly, if you have Apple or iTunes, give me five stars and a great review. And for some odd reason, right? If you like my pod, then right now we're not, folks, but just don't say anything because you know what your mama told you. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Same game parlays, easy fast payouts, player prop options, etc., etc. You guys know the deal. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and place a same-game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TBPN, place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. And now it's time for you, Mariah. All I want for Christmas is you. You love the holidays and you love betting. Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have Kenny Sim with the scouting expert for 47 Sports to talk a little college football. The final four is in for the college football playoffs. The one seed, you have the Georgia Bulldogs. The two seed, you have the Michigan Wolverines. At the three seed, you have the TCU Horn Frogs. And at the four seed, you have the Ohio State University. Kenny, what was your thoughts about uh, the committee's final ranking? You know, those four, it always seems to work itself out. Those were the correct four. 
there was not really a debate with the 15. That's been the case for a couple of years now, and the season just kind of cannibalized itself where, you know, those were the last four teams standing. Um, this was a year where there was more parity than usual. There was 10 teams with two wins or two wins or less, but, you know, an easy way to look at it is these were the only four Power 5 teams that had one or zero losses. And three of them, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, I felt for the majority of the season once things started to get going, you know, for about the last two, two and a half months, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State were wire to wire the top three teams all year. And, you know, they, they've done that with, um, you know, all, all three are top three in point margin. Um, Michigan actually has the largest point differential in college football this year. Uh, and then Georgia and Ohio State. And, you know, it, it, it was, uh, you know, you got the two undefeated conference champs, um, TCU and Ohio State, T- TCU, they were able to get in because they were not only undefeated, but they lost in their conference championship in an overtime heartbreaker at the buzzer. And then you have Ohio State, which had two wins in the top 20. And their strength of record is very high. They have the number one scoring offense in America. And, you know, they had enough equity built up um, coming into that Michigan game, Daryl. They were the only team in college football that they had. They had their first 11 games. They, they won 11 games all by double digits. And they had the one slip up against Michigan. And they lost that game. Uh, but if you recall, last year, Georgia and Alabama played in the SEC championship in a similar type of game. I think that was two versus three. Um, but Georgia was blown out. They had one loss, just like Ohio State. And they still made the playoff and they got their rematch. So I thought. This whole year, Ohio State was one of the four best teams based on uh, their resume. And also, watching them week in and week out, they were definitely one of the four best teams in America. So, Kenny, are you shocked, though, that Ohio State's not the three and TCU's not the four? No, I'm not shocked. Is that, but is that, is that because of who deserves it, or is that just because they don't want to... Ohio State Michigan rematch right off the bat. Well, the committee is not supposed to look ahead for you know how to wiggle the four teams and schedule them in a way to maximize ratings. And they're supposed to rank each team one through four and not look at do we want to schedule this rematch again or whatnot. So They've never said that. Uh, that's a talking point on the outside. But TCU seemed like they got the edge because they had similar wins like Ohio State. They beat a Power 5 champion because they already beat Kansas State earlier this year. And they're not going to be penalized too much for making it to their conference championship when Ohio State did not make it to their conference championship. They did not win their division, um, let alone make it to their conference championship, and they should be penalized for that. Um, 
So, you know, with that, TCU came in number one strength of record. Uh, the schedules are similar. And so, TCU also did not have a blowout loss on their resume that Ohio State did. So, I really believe it was. Committee went for TCU making it to the conference championship and not being penalized for that as opposed to Ohio State on that last weekend. So that uh, means TCU was a pretty strong three. So no matter what happened, TCU was never moving out of three. Yeah, and a lot of the, you know, they took the poll on ESPN. Every single writer had that same exact top four. And that seemed to be the consensus there is the committee and everyone went, or, or the people that agree with the committee on that pick, and what the committee did is they really stressed um, the games and the resume and who deserved it based on the merits of the season and the wins and the strength of schedule and common opponents of that. So making it to the conference championship and losing that close was not going to penalize TCU and move them down to four to play Georgia. Now, how big of a win is this for the Big Ten? Because since the college football playoffs has been you know, in our lives, uh, succeeding the BCS system, it's been the SEC having two teams, Alabama and Georgia. Uh, most notably, have happened on uh, multiple occasions. How big of a win is this now for the Big Ten to kind of have their turn? Like we're going to show the best our conference has to offer. It's a massive win for the Big Ten. This is the first time that um, a, a conference not in the SEC has sent two teams to the college football playoff. So it's big in that regard big that there's now it looks like there's two legitimate powerhouses in the Big Ten and really if you if you were to flip the conferences this would be a no brainer that nobody would be talking about this that they would just be assumed because they're, they are two of the three best teams so it's good that that happened and you know people go look at the Big Ten and the Big Ten is very top-heavy, with strong programs at the top, just like the SEC, and this was a year where at the top, um, the Big Ten was up this year, with three teams in the top 11, and you had two strong powerhouses, and two of the three top top teams, take a look at Ohio State and Michigan, I mean, again, they're top three in, you know, whatever type of computer metric you want to use. I believe an eye test as well, watching this year, they were two of the three with Georgia, and when they played, you know, that's rare to have, 11-0 versus 11-0 in the same conference. And this was one of the years where the stars aligned, and there's two legitimate national programs now in the Big Ten. So if this was the SEC, it'd be a no-brainer that nobody would be talking about this. It'd just be a, it would just be assumed it just be normalized and you know kind of shows now with Michigan Michigan 26 and 2 25 and 2 the last two years they have really emerged recently as 
one of the premier top-level programs, and it's finally getting together on stride. And Ohio State is, you know, getting with it too. You know, I mean, Ohio State now, three of the last four years, they've made the playoffs, and Alabama has not done that. Alabama's missed it. Uh, two of the last four years, Georgia now is taking a stranglehold on that. But both both programs, Michigan, Ohio State, are up, and they look like they're going to stay that way. You know, college football is very, very fast. Things happen quickly. So maybe look at things in a two- or three-year cycle. Uh, but definitely over this next year or two years, looks like Michigan and Ohio State are going to be two of the premier teams in the country. What did you think of Nick Saban's politicking uh – during the Big Ten championship game, just total, it, yeah. I mean, sad. <laughs> Seems like he, he he was trying to work his way around where the only where he was essentially saying we should be considered because of the logo on our helmet and we're Alabama, but you know he was he was speaking on things that you know he he was speaking on. You know, ten percent of the things, and leaving out the other ninety, and why they weren't considered. And so, Alabama this year, the SEC let them down. They did not have the wins this year. Their two best wins were Texas and Mississippi State. Mississippi State was their best win in the um, SEC, and they were ranked twenty third. So they didn't have the top heavy wins. They lost to uh, LSU. Ended up hurting them. LSU, a four-loss LSU team. You know, the Tennessee loss hurt, losing closely. And you start looking around, two losses, didn't win their own division. Just there was not really a case to be made for Alabama other than the fact that they have this massive brand. And, you know, if you wanted to cite point spreads and who would be favored they play okay well Alabama was an 8 point favorite against Tennessee and LSU and they lost outright so it's not all Vegas point totals as well but Alabama this year the two losses hurt it's still um, in this format a two loss team will, will not make the playoff that has not been the case not for 8 years and then Alabama just did not have the wins this year. The SEC let them down because, you know, they did not have top 10, top 15 wins that the other four programs in front of them did, and a few of those programs in front of them had multiple top 20 wins. Yeah, I I will say this in Nick Saban's defense a little bit. Uh, You know, he's just, you know, standing up for his guys, and obviously he wants them to have a shot at it. I mean, I, I guess there's always a saying, there's no harm in doing it. I mean, as long as the committee does the right thing and they use their own logic. But it's like, what do you expect him to say? We don't deserve to be in there. I mean, he's definitely not going to say that. He's going to try to pull every angle that he can. So I, I guess that part, I do understand it. I don't know why they allowed him to go on knowing he was going to do that, though. I think that was inappropriate, particularly on the... While the Big Ten Championship is going on, a quote-unquote rival of the SEC, why would Fox allow for that to happen? Yeah, I mean, everybody wanted to make their case, but I mean, he was operating 
in a rare compromised position and campaigning on behalf of Alabama, which Alabama was in a weak position, unlike years past. They just did not have the resume and the facts were not on their side, though. It, it just was not. They didn't really have a case at the end of the day. Is Ohio State the team best equipped to beat Georgia? Yeah, of the four, I'm going to say they are of the four because they have the most talented roster. So you take a look at Georgia, which take a look. I know Georgia has maybe the most five stars on their team, um, but Ohio State, of the three programs, Ohio State is next. But Ohio State is definitely, compare five stars across rosters, uh, it's probably them, Georgia, and Alabama. So they have the roster for that. They also have the best quarterback throwing the ball um, and weaponry. And styles make fights. So, you know, Georgia wants to run the ball. They want to be physical and dominate both ends of the trenches. There is not a passing attack. Um, the uh, best passing attack suited to kind of crack the code on that Georgia defense would be Ohio State. You saw they were giving up, you know, several big plays, big touchdowns to LSU. They allowed 30 points with Jaden Daniels and a backup, and they were and LSU was moving the ball on them. So Ohio State has that. Um, caliber of offense, but also caliber of skilled players and quarterbacks that the other that that TCU and Michigan does not have. Um, so that would be, you know, most equipped. So Michigan and Georgia still cannot get that out of my mind. Last year, the destruction that Georgia had over Michigan in the semifinals and. Those two teams play very similar offensively and defensively, but they play similar, but Michigan has the better players. So Georgia does Michigan football better than Michigan. So having that change up with with Ohio State, when you look at roster, quarterback, passing game, Ohio State would have the best chance to knock off Georgia. Kenny, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. No problem. And once again, I want to thank both Kenny Sim and Jake for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And I'll thank all of you for tuning into this episode. The 513th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk.